Tis the season for all of those great holiday parties. Oh, and all the stress of trying to figure out what you're going to bring. Hey, girl, chill. Okay. I've got your back. Great. We've got some easy appetizer ideas. And, and this, this is, is Chick to Chick. Okay, so what you're telling me is I don't need to really stress out anymore about what I'm going to bring because apparently there are easy appetizers. Why have I been stressing over appetizers? Because we all do. That's this what we true. do. We stress. We have all these great parties <laughs> to go to. And then you go, what can I bring? Because you, you want to be bring? original, right? You, you want to be, be original. Yeah. yeah. You want it to taste good. Absolutely. You want it to look fabulous. Yes. Right. And you want to be invited back because they liked what you brought. <laughs> not like, don't bring them. They don't bring the good appetizer. No, they're not coming back. <laughs> they're off the list. So we're going to keep you on the list. Okay, this good. is going to be a fun podcast. Yes. I'm really excited about this. We have this mother-daughter dynamic duo joining mm -hmm. us today, Anne-Marie and Sophia Nelms. And they're both in the kitchen with us today because you guys have some great ideas for some holiday appetizers. Uh, Anne-Marie, do you hear that a lot, that people are calling you going, what do I bring? What do I bring? Absolutely. And I always tell them, you can just call me and I'll make them for you. Or <laughs> I, I like that idea. You I do like all that. that idea. But for someone like myself, who I do get a little stressed about what I'm supposed to bring, Let's hear from the professionals on what a really good appetizer can be. So one of my absolute favorites is going to be the caprese skewer. Super simple, lots of flavor, beautiful on a platter, and it's easy to eat. So basically all you have to do with the tomato mozzarella skewers is get grape tomatoes or cherry tomatoes. Today I have some cherry tomatoes. Um, you're going to cut them in half. Side to side. So you want the top, the little hole to be up top, and then you have the other one. You need some pesto and fresh mozzarella balls. And this one is so easy. You can do it the night before. Um, I just suggest not putting it on the platter until right before you leave to go there. Okay. So they can all put it up and then you put them on the platter so they don't get messy. So basically, you do your tomato on the skewer, and then you get a fresh mozzarella ball on the skewer. Dip it in the pesto. So now we have our nice green. And back on with the tomato, just like that. Um, it takes maybe 15 minutes to do these, depending on how many people are there. One per person is usually funny, but everybody does panic, so two per person will work as well. And then just to finish it off, um, balsamic production, which you can buy at the grocery store. All of the ingredients you can buy at the grocery store. And then your last finishing touch is, is you just drizzle the platter when you get to your party with your balsamic production, and it's a little dippy, and there you go. Okay, that was really easy. I can do this. Yeah, I can do it's that. healthy. Sophia, did you teach Anne-Marie how to do that? Because you taught her everything she knows, right? I'm honest with you. The one great thing about being in this business for 41 years is that I got to turn everything over to Anne-Marie. <laughs> no pressure, Anne-Marie, none whatsoever. Did you always work well together in the kitchen, by the way? Did you kind of grow up like Anne-Marie, like with your mom, and you're like always wanting to be in the kitchen? So, yes. So when I was a kid, I actually used to play sick because then she would have to take me to work with her. And then when I would get there, magically, I would feel better 
then I would play in the kitchen all day long with her and everyone else who was there. Probably not my best story, but it did work. And um, so look at her today. Exactly. We've worked together for a lot of years. I mean, everybody, moms and daughters have their moments, but for the most part, we can we work very well together. And she tells me what she needs, and I make it happen. So it always just works. Now, you two have competing restaurants. Sophia, you have Sophia at Walden's and Anne Marie. You have Thea's. Are you guys in this friendly little competition? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I would say no only because we have two very different restaurants. Yes. So, but yes, there are those moments where we do maybe have a little bit of a <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, what's your next appetizer? That was super, super easy. Yes. And I, I got that. Did you get that? I totally got you that. You totally Imagine, got I feel that. Like you could, if your kids are a certain age, your kids can help you with that. They that could looked do like that. a fun, easy one in the kitchen. So, what's another one you have? Okay, so the next one I'm going to do, I'm going to show you all my ingredients for uh, spinach and artichoke dip. And so I have my heavy cream. Um, I'm kind of a stickler, so I always use Philadelphia cream cheese. Uh, and then this is the brand of forcing cheese you can find at a grocery store, which is super easy. And then Parmesan cheese, artichoke quarters. The cream, we're going to put all this in a pot. Um, so I always start my heavy cream first. Then I add my cream cheese and the porcelain cheese, and we're going to bring that almost to a boil, but not let it burn on the bottom. And then it's going to start to thicken up, and then we just chop our spinach nice and fine. Then we're going to chop, we're going to do a rough chop on the artichokes, which again is super easy. And I love artichokes. I Ugh, me too. so good. This is such another very delicious, healthy recipe. Yeah, so the only, well, I guess it isn't the most healthy, but most of the ingredients. Well, yeah, yeah. Do your rough um, The last stage is going to be you add some Parmesan cheese, and then it's pretty much done after that. Um, so I do have a finished product that I would love to show you. Okay. So here it is, all nice mm. and melty. You have that nice spinach, nice big chunks of artichoke. You can choose to add crab or not. Sophia, so you, you kind of are like Vanna White holding the, <laughs> she's holding the bowl up. <laughs> Pretty bowl, too. I was waiting for you to get like Frida or whatever you use and be like dip rated. <laughs> so the best part about this one, though, is you can make this up to three days in advance. Pop it in the refrigerator. If you're going to a friend's house, get your pretty little crock pot out. Pop it in there, heat it up, and then plug it back in when you get there and keep it on the warm setting. And then you just serve it with um, fresh bread rounds or tortilla chips, whatever you really prefer. Um, and it stays warm in the crock pot. It's a nice little dip, and you're done. So nice and easy. Can be made three days ahead of time. And that's what I always do. I, I actually like to make it ahead of time, pop it in the crock pot, get myself together to go to the party, and then you pop it in the party and run through wet. So that would be That's nice. so easy. That's the key. Yeah. She just, she just, what was that again, Sophia? And so that is one of the items on my my uh, appetizer list at Sophia at So you yeah. taught her how to do that. <laughs> yeah, you taught her that. I have to really honest, honest, she taught me how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That is so perfect. Sophia, how did you get into cooking, and was this a love for you since you were little, or how did you get into the restaurant business? Well, honestly, I just grew up in a family that um, cooked. My mother was a baker, and she always made them. 
homemade dude, homemade bread, everything. But I actually got into the restaurant industry through my sister, uh, Olga, who owns kitchen ones, caterers. So I really was a stay-at-home mom, and she asked me to come out for her, and I ended up working for her for 18 years. That's kind of where that all came into play. And then Amory came to work with me, and I sent her off to culinary school, because that's what she wanted to do. I'm not sure why, but... I love, love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. Thirty days <laughs> with a carb and a moment of it. I promise. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm just. I call myself a cook. I don't call myself a chef. You're a cook, uh, not a chef. Okay. But most importantly, you're Greek, so you know the I'm food Greek. has to be yes. good, right? Right. Yeah. So now, now is one of my favorites. Yes. Because it involves brie. And I, I don't I, I do eat like a lot this. of cheese. I do oh like this. Oh my gosh, I will cripple under some brie. So what are you making for us right now? So the base brie is is another one. It doesn't take a lot of time to do. So when you go to the grocery store in the pastry aisle, frozen pastry aisle, you're just going to get some puff pastry, which I have here. Um, it's nice and, nice and rolled out. Then you take a brie. Alula Brie, which um, this one is my favorite. I like the uh, triple cream brie. It's not quite as pungent as your normal brie. So that's the one I love and always use. Um, so what I did is I cut it in half to open it up. And then we're going to take cream cheese, obviously. And I, I love Philadelphia cream cheese. Okay, wait a minute. Um, so you've got that pastry... That was already pre-made. You've got the brie, and now you're coating the top of the brie with Philadelphia cream cheese. Yep, yeah, it's the inside. So it's the inside of the brie. Okay. The cream in the middle, and then to make it even better, strawberry chip. Oh, oh. yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We're both in love right now. I just we both were like, "What?" Okay. Yes. <laughs> That right on top of the cream cheese. Oh, yum. Yeah, this is a whole lot of yum. It is delicious. And when it's warm, you can just imagine the jelly like kind of oozing out. So then we're, we're literally going to put the top back on it. And I do have a, an egg that I beat earlier. So it's just a, just a bowl and a pastry brush. And then we're going to just go ahead and fold this up to cover the whole thing. And after one, once I get it all together, then we're going to egg wash it to hold it together. Mm -hmm. And you can do it fancy on top, but you don't have to. It's really your preference. You could do the, the uh, some people would call the ugly side down. Um, but what you're going to do to seal it is you're just going to egg wash that to seal it. Make sure it's all sealed together. I like to use part of the pastry uh, during Christmas to make a... Oh yes, like a little garnishing for the Very top pretty. of it. Yes. Yep. So then we're gonna put this on a tray. So we're gonna do a spray pan. So a little bit of pan spray. Pop this on there, and then you're gonna brush the rest of the pastry because that helps make it golden brown. Just like that. And then you're going to bake it in the oven at 375. It's probably going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. You want it to be nice and golden brown for it to be done. And then I have two that are ready. And again, so you can bake this right before you leave. Oh, my goodness. 
pan to keep it warm, and then you just slide it onto a platter. And see how nice and warm brown they are. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yes. <laughs> you have to cut that open. We uh, want to just like try to imagine. Yes. I was just going to say We're that. We're just going to envision what that tastes like. And I can you, taste the yum. Yeah. What would be the, the best cracker or whatever you're going to? I love the Cars Waterloo. Oh, okay. The wafer. They're crispy. They're super thin. They have a flavor, but it doesn't overpower the So then as you can see, when you cut this open. Oh my goodness. I just want to be right there in that kitchen. Can you save that for us? <laughs> we'll be right over. <laughs> oh. Now, see the berry jam. So pretty, too. And that's it. So I always just, I'm not sure that everybody has one of these, but I have this little portable hot bags that you can put food into. So I keep them on the platter. I usually do it in a pie dish. Mm -hmm. And then I use a bigger one, and then obviously you just put it in a little hot bag, you take it to your party, and when you get there, you open it up, and you cut it open, and it all oozes out, and it's just pure delicious. It's ooey gooey goodness. Oh. That looks great. And these were so easy they to really do. They really were easy. They were. They I were. think she did them in a progression from easy to not as hard to not as hard. Like, they were, none of them looked... It's nope. so good. I feel a lot better now. I appreciate that from the both of you because now I feel like I can actually bring a good appetizer. We have this dynamic mother-daughter duo, Sophia and Marie. Thanks so much for coming on and giving us these great ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you got it? Your day. You, you weren't kidding. You got it? I got it. That was stress-free. I'm actually looking forward to trying to make the brie. That, that was... brie looked Whoa. That is so beautiful. You know, when you open it up and, and then get that, the wafer. Oh, mm. oh, that looks so good. Girl, that sounds amazing. We appreciate you being with us. We hope that you're going to enjoy some holiday parties coming up here soon. We also, also hope that you will check us out on our YouTube page. Like and subscribe to our Chick to Chick YouTube. And until we're back to chirp about another topic. And if you don't want to do this yourself, she'll make call it. call them. <laughs>